Every man is going to go through these three phases of his relationship with money. A mentor of mine said, money makes you more of who you really are. If you're a good person with money, you'll be a better person because it'll let you amplify that, right? If you're a bad person with money, you'll be a worse person because it'll let you amplify that too. So if you're a young man and you can't afford a lot of stuff, don't worry about it. I think it comes with time. Uh, and if you're a man out there, you know, working the grind, go out there and make money. Because when, when you have it, you can take care of more than just yourself. And that's, that's the right thing to do. You're a man living in the modern world in a time when men and manhood are not what they once were. You live life on your own terms. You're self-sufficient. You think for yourself and you march to the beat of your own drum. When life knocks you down, you get back up because in your gut, you know that's what men do. You're a badass and a warrior. And on the days when you forget, we are here to remind you who you really are. Welcome to Sovereign Man Podcast, where we aim to make men masculine again. Uh, I'm your man, Nikki Ballou. I'm here with my man, Rob Arpa. What's going on, Arps? Not, not a hell of a lot. I'm just waiting for the rain. Rain January 1st. We're going to rain in the new year this year. Nice. I think the last time I saw rain was uh, maybe about nine years ago. I got sued because it rained. <laughs> someone, someone put a slip and fall claim at one of my properties because it was raining. That's wild. <laughs> so speaking of uh, speaking of suing and money, I think that's a nice segue into our topic for today, which is mm-hmm. the importance of money to a man and what money does to a man. And I think this is a powerful topic because a lot of men listen to the show are aspiring to make more money. Hell, I want to make more money. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But they don't necessarily understand that money can be a, a wonderful servant, but a terrible master. So I thought that we could delve into money and what money does to a man when he doesn't have it, when he's accumulating it, and when he has it. So I think yeah. those are the three phases of money. And money, yeah, man. money's weird. Man. Money's like weird. We, so keep talking. Yeah. Well, you know, when you when you when you don't have it or you have it in sparse quantities, it's usually when you end up spending it the most. You know, and I, I look back at uh, my my own life and. When I was younger, I was earning less. You know, that's that's a, an obvious thing. When you get older, you make more. Uh, but my desires for, for the material goods was a lot higher. Uh, you know, whether it was clothes, cars, gadgets, like you name it. Now that I'm in my, my 40s, my income's a lot higher. Although I can afford more gadgets, more cars, or stuff. I just don't have the desire. That desire is, it's gone away. And, and you know, I saw, I've, I've watched my dad kind of go through and I reflect back when, uh, get this, when I was, I think, uh, eight years old, me and my brother and my sister were, were, were going to bed with a school night, whatever. And my dad, my dad had to come home that night or, or he left after dinner. And then I just remember him like coming to the house with this with this new car who's on a test drive and he came to show my mom. 
I, I guess to kind of get her approval. My mom, told, you know, mom didn't give a rat's ass. <laughs> but uh, he ended up buying, like, uh, back in the day, uh, you remember the brand Oldsmobile? Sure. Yeah. So it was, a, I believe it was a 1986 uh, Oldsmobile Delta 88 Royal Broom. Like these fancy names, British names, right? <laughs> and the car, the car back in in, in the eighties was, uh, I think he paid forty two grand for it. So you can imagine how much this car costs now, right? Like when you adjust over for inflation, grand easy. Yeah, right. Like you know, and and, and reflecting back now, like that, you know, it's quite quite the achievement for for him to go out and buy because back then, like not many people finance. I don't even know if financing existed. Leasing definitely did not exist back then. So I, I'm, I'm not even sure if, if financing, financing existed back then. So he, he paid for that thing like cash. You know, I, I, my, my, my old man, the, the only thing I can ever think of him that he ever financed was the mortgage on the house. That was it. I don't think he ever financed anything. You know, so that, that was 86, 80, 86, 88. Yeah, I look at I look at him now. But the last car he had was can't even call it a hand me down. It was like a hand me back. It was it was a so he had a he had a Honda Civic. My mom and my sister shared for like almost twenty years, you know. He and then he took back the ownership of that car, and then uh, there was a a, uh, uh, a Toyota Prius that you know I, I bought my wife uh, back when we first got we first got married. That uh, my mother ended up buying the lease out of and, and she drove it for another five or five years or so and then and then you know he took that car for a couple of years we, we actually have it up for sale now because he, he's, he's not fit to drive anymore but it's it's like I, I look at you know how his life progressed and how mine is going it's like yeah you know it's like the same direction and that, that to, you know that seems to to be like the progression of, of, of cash is like the more you have the less you want stuff like that at least that's that's how I see it for for me. I see it for my dad. I see that for a few other individuals, you know. But money money's a, an important thing, and I think I think that's that's the challenge. You know, the the fact that I want less stuff doesn't mean that I want I want less money either. But now I think I'd rather put more money into investments. You know, I've been talking about renovating this basement now for years. I just don't have the drive to do it anymore. I'd rather I'd rather put another forty fifty k in something. It's an interesting conversation because I look for myself, right? I'm, I'm, I'm 55 years old and I want money. I want to invest. Do I not want material things? No, there's some material things I want. I mean, I like collecting knives. So when I, when I get money, I, I collect knives. Like for me, that's fun to do. Do I want to buy the latest, fanciest set of clothes anymore? Probably not. Um, you know, Buying some new clothes is good. I mean, in my line of work, I I I I gotta sometimes put on a suit and go on stage and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. So that sort of thing's nice. I, I I do get some pleasure from occasionally going into a nice store and buying like a nice shirt or a, a nice uh, uh, a nice pair of pants. Um, but it's occasional, right? It's occasional. It's not daily, and yeah, you know, I've been talking about buying a, like a truck for a while, and I would like to get a truck. Like that's exciting to me. You know, I I haven't wanted a sports car in years, 
Uh, they're not very fucking practical. Let's let's be honest. They look nice, I suppose, but they're not very practical. And um, right now, my car lease is coming up in a, in, in just a few weeks. In fact, I got to get on on buying that. Oh, thing out. bro, you got to get on that because with the supply issues right now, it could take you months. And Honda, if you're if you're purchasing another Honda, they'll extend yeah. your lease. But if you're not, they're going to want that shit back. Well, I'm. I'm it's easy for me to you, you know. It's easy for me to do that. I mean, I can. I've got some cash. I could put uh, half the half the money I can put on on a on a credit card, and the other half I can give them in cash. Right. So done. <laughs> right. Um, as far as all that's concerned, but um, you know, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with that car. I I I thought about it and I, I just want to do the sensible thing. Like that car is worth more than my lease buyback oh, by yeah, probably huge. about 10 grand at least, right? My fucking little Honda Civic's worth 10 grand more than my lease buyback. So I'm gonna just give uh, Honda a call and say I want to buy out the car lease and uh you know how do we organize making this happen? I can just go to a bank, my own bank on uh, next week and say, okay, guys. I've got a I've got a lease buyback situation coming back, and I I I'd like a I'd like a loan. <laughs> you know what I mean? There's a couple of different ways to do it for me, as far as that's concerned. Mm. Um, am I concerned about material things? Somewhat. Um, tell you the truth, what I'd want to spend money on, in addition to investments, um, is I want to spend money on uh, on trips. I like going on trips. Yeah, you know, I like doing things like uh, going to to games. Like my my boys went to see the Raptors last night. Like fuck me, man, that's that's cool. Raptors, you know, and uh, I think we got no. Um, I think we got the Raptors uh, tickets for tonight. Let me just double check here that I that I actually did that. Yep, I got tickets for tonight. They're playing the Suns. Uh, God bless America. God bless Canada. So those are some things I like to spend money on. But I, I think about it. What has money done to me? Well, you know, I'm in a stage where I've made some money. I've also had some setbacks. So last year was uh, 2022 was was not the best year I've had. It was a bit of a setback in some ways. Was it a terrible year? No. But was it one of my best years? No, that, that neither. So I want to make 2023 one of my best years. My objective in making the money in 2023, and I'm thinking out loud here as I share this with you, is I want to make 2023 my best financial year. And with that, there's a few things I want to do. Number one is um, I want to actually pay down a good chunk of my fucking mortgage. <laughs> you know, my mortgage isn't very big, but I'd like it to be gone <laughs> or at least, you know, half gone. That'd be fucking cool. Um, second thing I want to do is invest. I want to, I want to put a big chunk of money into investments, you know, good yeah. investments, safe investments, uh, and a little bit of some high risk investments. Last year we did the crypto high risk investments that initially went well for me, but then crypto <laughs> all went to shit <laughs> and it stopped going so well. It may, um, it may rebound, but it, it, it may take. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I mean, look, I, I, I was in it for the long haul, not the short haul anyways. So I understand. But um, same with my regular investments. I fucking own a big chunk of Tesla. That's fucking been getting hammered the last few weeks. And there's yeah. this friend of mine who's been telling me, see, see, I told you Tesla sucks. I'm like, no, this is just 
this is temporary like fucking elon musk is still elon fucking musk and in my opinion tesla is still a fantastic mm -hmm. company and uh you know right now he decided to get involved in twitter but it, it's my belief that he's gonna find twitter a full-time ceo uh and i think he's gonna put more time into tesla it, it, it is also my belief tesla is the best positioned electric car manufacturer out there so what do i think is tesla gonna be in, in a in the dumps for long no i actually think quite the opposite tesla's gonna rebound and get better than ever in fact i may buy more tesla stock i mean that's kind of what i'm looking at this as is an opportunity to buy more you know so that i i understand all that um would i you know it, it, let's say i hit my goal this year and i make it my best year ever we, we have a nice seven figure year would i fucking go and buy a shit ton of material things probably not it's a couple of things i do i do a couple of things for my sons maybe go see some games with them that sort sort of thing but now the yeah. rest of it the rest of it will be put on mission man safeguard money for the family and uh take care of uh reducing debt put money into the business and into myself i'd be investing in myself like i'll tell you one thing i'd love to fucking do is join a really high level mastermind you know i think i've run them i'd like to join one where i'm not the fucker running it i think that'd be pretty cool um mm -hmm. another thing i'd like to do is uh you know you know we've been talking about getting some folks to teach us some wilderness survival skills i fucking get that done yeah. Go learn those skills, you know. Learn the skills, but they, uh, at the same yeah. time, you get to experience being, you know, out in nature as opposed to stuck in the concrete jungle. Uh, yeah, I, I get exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's yeah, what yeah. we want to do. That's what we got to do. And from from my point of view, uh, that's that's money. Money for me at this stage in my life, I absolutely want it, need it for my family and I success. But it is a tool, it is a servant that will allow me to do other things, will allow any man to do other things. And there's a man, if a man is listening to this particular podcast episode and he's like wondering, well, okay, fuck, I want money. What are these two fucking men talking about? My, my take to that man would be, you should absolutely be concerned with making money. No one's telling you not to be concerned 100%. with making money. 100%, right? And there'll be a time where you've made a certain amount of money and your desire to buy toys will diminish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, uh, you know, I look at, uh, you know, and I, I use my dad as, a, as an example, but I see it. I see it in some of my, like, my, I saw it in my in-laws. I saw it in, uh, I see it in some of my other relatives' parents and stuff. Uh, at, once they age past retirement and stuff like that, like uh you know e even even the the the, the uh, gaining or or the increasing of wealth is not there anymore like when they reach retirement which is which is you know the natural progression i guess you you know we go through uh, uh, and it may be more so because you know they they have they have enough to sustain them for you know 20 years in the retirement all that stuff right where you know if it's you know gaining it's not an issue and then i look at some of my employees i, I have some employees that are my age and it's like it's like they're living paycheck to paycheck and i'm like what are you doing like you live in a rooming house so like i know that a third of your paycheck goes to your 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 rent 
uh, you know, you're not paying a lot that and you're feeding yourself. So that's can't be a lot, a lot either, you know, considering I've seen how much and what they eat, they're not very expensive when it comes to food, you know? So, you know, it's like, where's the money going with you guys? Well, I know where it goes, booze and cigarettes. That's unfortunate. I do spend money on food. I, I, I buy the best foods. Um, could I spend less? Sure. Probably could. Um, do I want to? Not really. Yeah, but it's not putting you into financial hardships. You know, you know what I mean? No, you're, but you're I do buy, like, listen, you know, I like, I like buying a Wagyu steak, right? Like that's my yeah. version of buying a bottle of booze. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, a, it's buying a nice Wagyu steak. And those things aren't cheap. They're 50 to 70 bucks per steak, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And uh, that's, yeah. So, I mean, fuck, I could probably do something different in that regard from my point of view. Um, last night, my boys went to see the, the Raptors game. That's 360 bucks for two tickets right there, right? Um, uh, that sort of thing. You know, I went out to dinner with the lady. Um, that was 160 bucks, you know? Uh, when was the last time we did that? probably been a few weeks so it wasn't like it happens every day that's for damn sure no today like we got food in the house and i fucking want to make sure it gets eaten so that's kind of yeah. like i'm telling the boys hey let's not get let this shit go to waste come on let's eat yeah yeah we, we we've got the same challenge here you know I, my, my wife she does her she does her whole grocery run on, on saturdays and she'll buy a bunch of stuff for the week and then like I come come the weekend or whatever, like there's always things that never make it, you know, that you know don't get consumed. It's like, oh now nah. and you know, so I, I tell her like to just you know, when she goes through the fridge on the weekends, like just put the food aside. I'm like, it may not be, you know, the best for us to consume, but I'll just take it to my brother. He's got this those those pigs and those chickens, at least they'll eat it. They they don't care. They'll eat whatever. Doesn't matter if it's rot. I get, I've given them stuff with mold on it. They eat it. They don't get rats eyes. Your brother, you know, your so, brother has pigs and chickens. That's he's yeah. a farmer too. He's a well, he's a gentleman farmer. <laughs> te technically, they they belong to my nephew. My nephew's like this. Uh, what is he? 11, 12 year old little mini farmer. And it's the funniest thing to see too because he he uh, he sells he sells the eggs ten bucks a carton. He bought a cart right and. Um, he saved up enough money that he bought himself this used golf cart. <laughs> so now he drives around the property on this, on this golf cart. <laughs> and, and like when, when you're there, you'll see him like, you know, around nine, 10 o'clock in the morning, he gets in his golf cart, wears these rubber boots <laughs> and he'll drive on out, you know, tend to his animals, drive on back, you know, eat his breakfast, do whatever he does for the day. And he, he goes out to that pen at least twice a day that, that I know of. And it's, it's just, it's funny to watch. You know, a little 12-year-old kid on a golf cart drive. <laughs> He's got a business mentality, which is which is good. Yeah, you know, I got to teach that to my boys right now, man. Um, yeah, I, I think your boys are in a different stage right now. I think their mind's more on, on, on girls than... Sports than, and girls. <laughs> Sports and girls. That's it looking for cheerleaders <laughs> my 16 my year old son has a girlfriend and oh, does he now? yeah she's also 16 born on the same day same month same year as him 
So that's kind of different. Like my Teresa and I are born on the same month and day, not the same year. Um, wow. Years years ago, I briefly dated a woman whose name whose first name was her name was Nicole, so they called her Nikki as well. And she was born on the same uh, month, day, and year as I. It 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 mm. it 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 was it was a short relationship. There was some complications in it. Um, at the time, I was. Yeah, I was disappointed it didn't work out because there was a lot I liked about her, but uh, it is what it is. Um, and, uh, you know, um, one of the things that uh, um, I'm grateful for going through uh, life is it's taught me a lot about myself, the decisions that I've made uh, around relationship haven't always been great decisions, but they've all taught me something good and valuable. Uh, mm-hmm. at the time so they were the right decisions in their own way but coming back to the subject of money in a man so there comes i think there are three phases in a man's relationship with money there's a phase where he doesn't have any and he's like he really is desperate to accumulate some and that's where uh when he gets money he buys things because it gives him a sense of self-validation you know yeah um I've been there. But I don't know if it's the it's 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 the accumulation of money or or more the the uh, or, or the wanting of money or more more so than it is the wanting of you know just the stuff and the material goods you know. Well, those material uh, goods are also a symbol of success, right? Like success, yeah. For, yeah, for men, so, yeah, that's usually. What I, we I do. mean, look, I was just like looking at my, you know, I got this this custom knife of mine over here, right? I've shown you this before, right? So. Nice. This is nice, right? This is a material knife. So you look at this knife, this ain't an average ordinary knife. The handle's made of mammoth tooth and something called Timascus, which is a combination of titanium and Damascus steel, right? And the blade is made of a, a special kind of steel called virus Damascus. So this, this, when I hold this in my hand, I feel successful. I feel like, shit, man, a man made this for me custom. I had to pay him a good buck for him to do this for me. And I look at it and I go, yeah, yeah, Baloo, you're a successful man, right? And for other men, they they have other versions of that, right? Like there's men who, they do it with a car, they do it with a with a gold watch or whatever, right? Yeah, and, watches, and, suits. Exactly. And and mm-hmm. from, from my perspective, you know, we all go through that phase where we're accumulating. We want to buy stuff, but we also want to validate to ourselves that we matter and we're successful. And then while we're phase two is we've accumulated some, but we're still in, you know, the phase of accumulation is important. Some success has come. We've, we've, we've uh, um, satisfied some of our lust for stuff. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Then, you know, that's phase two. Right. And, and, you still, you still are uh, interested in accumulation, but your your desire to to spend it on things is reduced. And then phase three is that's when like you've had your final orgasm for the night. That's yeah. it. You're done. You don't need any more. You, yeah. you, you just you're, you're holding on to her, and you're 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 basking the afterglow of the lovemaking, and and um, mm-hmm. but there's no desire for more. You know, it's yeah. just a uh, you're just looking at her and you're feeling good that you you made love to the love of your life or, or to the lust of your life, whichever it is. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, that's 
that's what happens in phase three. And as a man, you're not as interested in, in, in even accumulation, as you said. You, you, you have interest in money, to be sure, but the desire to go and purchase more, that lust is gone. It's yeah. just gone. And I'm looking at myself. I still have a bit of that lust. It's not as hot and heavy as it was a few years ago. That's for darn sure. And that's something that I'm I'm good with. I'm not in yeah. phase three yet. I'm kind of in late phase two, maybe. But every man is going to go through these three phases of his relationship with money. There was a, yeah. a mentor of mine, Arps, who said to me, money makes you more of who you really are. If you're a good person with money, you'll be a better person because it'll let you amplify that, right? If you're a bad person with money, you'll be a worse person because it'll let you amplify that too. Yeah, yeah. All right. So Arp, wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. Give, give us give us Arpa's final deep thoughts on the subject of a man's relationship with money. So if you're a young man and you, you can't afford a lot of stuff, don't worry about it. It, it comes with time. Uh, and if you're a man out there, you know, working the grind, go out there and make money. Because when, when you have it, you can take care of more than just yourself. And that's that's the right thing to do. It's not it's not about hoarding it for yourself, but to use it and, and, and help others. Because you know, when you get older, that's uh, that's all you're gonna have left anymore. Because the desire for stuff is gonna be gone. The desire for help others will be there. So go out and make money. Amen, brother Arpo. Amen. I love that. And I'm glad we had this conversation. It's an important topic. As usual, I learned a ton from this conversation. So thanks for um, making me think. Thanks for helping me learn. That's the the power of a good conversation is it does that for you. And we probably ought to bring a couple of successful men on and have a panel on money. You know, men at different stages in life too. Maybe some younger men, maybe some men that are a little older than us as well. Uh, I think that'd be valuable. All right. We'll catch you on the flip side, Arms. See you later, champ. Thank you for listening to the Sovereign Man Podcast. If you're ready to take charge of your life and become the man you've always wanted to be, we invite you to join the movement at SovereignMan.ca.